nobody even saw that he was there. And oh wow. I know. And I went over and I walked really and I'm like, this Boba Fat? And I picked it up and I'm like, oh my God, this is Boba Fat. And I showed Romeo and he's like, that's cool as hell. We should get him for Todd. And I was like, <laughs> fuck Todd. I want him for me. Yeah, keep it, man. That's awesome. And that's not even that's not even the uh, the book of Boba Fett version of Boba Fett. This is the yes. old school Boba Fett from this Return is, of the Jedi. Yeah, this is the original Boba Fett. And so I back was like, you still a badass. I go, how much is he? And they go, oh, it's written on on the back. I'm like, I don't see a price. I don't see a price. Three bucks. Three. <laughs> nice. And I was like, fuck yeah, Boba Fett is coming home. <sighs> so. so we put him in the garage. Right. So when you come into the garage, Boba Fett's in the garage. Well, I told Romeo, I said, this is perfect. I said, if we're ever out of, t- out of, out of, uh, go out of town or if we're not at home, we can put Boba Fett in the living room. Go put him somewhere, have a little light behind him. And people Dude, think there's somebody put there. Him, put him on your Roomba. So when your Roomba's cleaning, he's walking around patrolling. Oh, that's badass. That's a great fucking idea, actually. That is a great fucking idea. I, I didn't come up with the idea. That that's solely that's solely from uh the the newest of the Home Alone movies. But uh that's, that's probably one of the better idea. bits. But you have to you have you have to figure out a way so that he doesn't accidentally get knocked over or anything. You'd have to figure out a way to keep him from falling over. Yeah, you tape him to him, and then we can use a a phone to activate the Roomba. Yep. Make sure that the Roomba doesn't go under any any tables, then. Right, but you could have bumpers set up so that he can't go anywhere. Yep. That's actually a pretty cool idea. Yeah, you can set bumpers right around the bottom of the table so you won't go around the, around the tables and chairs. Hold and on a second. I, I, I got to grab something real quick. I did something this last weekend, too, so I'm, I want to talk oh. about that as well. Oh, I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You need you to go, go grab it. Mm. This. My husband loves me so much. I can't hear you, so hold on. That's okay. I'm just bragging. It's okay. Never and, uh, until I get my headphones back on. Yeah, yeah. All right. Todd did a thing this last yeah. weekend. So, all right. So, yeah, Todd no. Did a thing Bo- this last weekend. What did Todd do? Bubba Fett is pretty awesome, but I went and met the voice cast. Uh, I can't. Let me disable my mm-hmm. my virtual background so you can see this shit. I went and met the voice cast of the 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I got some autographs. Oh, wow. Wow. Look at that. The voice cast? Wow. Yep. So From I met... Seven though. That's like our era. Yeah, no, that was this, that that show was on TV my freshman year of high school. When I told them, I was like, "Wow, you're one of the older kids." I'm like, I dug the shit out of these stories, you know. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, and uh, I got some, I got certificates of authenticity for the autograph stuff that I got. So, and then I bought my very first Funko Pop. 
Mm. And this is a custom made pop. I was gonna say it's, a, it's for a voice actor of uh, Raphael on the series, Rob oh, Paulson. And uh, I got this instead of like a Ninja Turtle Funko Pop because uh, Rob Paulson's also the reason I got into podcasting. So, mm-hmm. and I told him that, and I said, I was like, man, I really hope. At some point, you know, you decide to go ahead and start doing your podcast again because that was that was uh, that was a great show. It was and it was essentially just him with his coworkers and people he's worked with, and they talked about voice acting and and creating characters and whatnot. And and uh, I I went I got the tickets for this like a few months back actually, right around the time that I got my tickets for uh, for SummerCon. I was like, shit, I have money, and, and there's a few a few things coming up that I wanted to get tickets for, and I got tickets for Summer Con, and I got, then I got the tickets for this thing, and it took place in Auburn at a place called Unlock the Con, which is essentially, it's a store that is like, they, they sell items that you would normally find at a convention, so like, it was like walking into the dealer room, but all condensed into one little space. And these guys have, uh, they have their store, and then across the way from their store at the Auburn Mall, they have like a gallery, which is like their, their, their con gallery, where all the artwork and stuff they'd find at conventions and stuff. And that's where they had the the cast set up, and everybody was there, and and, um, and got there. I got there early because I wanted to make sure I found a place to park and I wasn't going to be walking all right all the way around the mall looking for a place to park, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I did that anyhow, but I once I figured out where the shop was, I moved the car. But um, I, I, I parked on the opposite end of the mall from where the shop was when I got there. But mm-hmm. when I found the place, I went back and moved my car. And then, <clears throat> yeah, I... Uh, it was really cool. I, I, they had a, they had normal tickets, and then they had their pizza party, which was at the end of the day. The the owner of the shop bought a bunch of pizza and had like you know, water and Pepsi and whatever else, and we got to hang out and just chit chat with everybody, and and they had a bit of a Q and A with the cast, and um. I asked them, "Is like, hey, does anybody have like any fun Frank Welker stories? Because Frank Welker is a voiceover god. He is like, he does everything. He does special effects, sound effects. He, he's the voice of, of the the monkey from Aladdin. He's the voice of Fred from Scooby Doo since 1969. He's the voice of Scooby Doo currently, as well as Fred, and then a bunch of other stuff. So." I was hoping to hear some some like really funny stories because I've heard other people tell stories about Frank and how in between takes he will be doing like cricket sounds or anything just to make people laugh in the room. And uh, so I asked and then one of the guys said that uh, he's like, yeah, I have a story. Uh, I I got an I got an audition for and I won the audition for to to be on. Uh, Inspector Gadget. So when I got to the studio, I met all the cast members and I was like, all right, well, the guy who plays Dr. Claw clearly isn't here because 
he just assumed the guy who has that deep of a voice must be a giant. You know, he's just huge. You know, and mm-hmm. he's going through and he's saying hello to everybody and he says hi to Frank. And Frank's speaking voice is is Fred from Scooby Doo. So when, oh. you, when you and he's like five foot eight, so he's not a big guy. You know, and he's kind of has hey gang, you know, that that voice. You know, but uh. So he's, he's he introduces himself to everybody. They start working and they get to they're doing going through the lines, and uh, he goes, "All right, well we're getting to the the, the Doctor Claw lines. He's the guy's not here, so they're just gonna skip over, right?" And uh, so <laughs> and, he, and it gets to that line, and Frank opens his mouth, and the Doctor Claw voice comes rolling out, and the the guy telling the story goes, he audibly gasps, he's like. <gasps> It's you, <laughs> Frank. And they everybody stopped because they had to reset and everything. He walked over and shook his head and said, "Yes, it's me." <laughs> 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 so I thought that was hilarious. Uh, I'm glad he told the story. And there's a bunch of other great stories and and um, I wasn't planning on spending any money. I wasn't gonna buy any prints. I wasn't gonna buy any. Any, any Funko Pops until I saw that this Funko Pop, which was a custom made one, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. Like, I, it's a one of a kind. It's not, <coughs> it's not mass produced. <coughs> and uh, yeah, so I showed it to Rob. He goes, oh my God, that's me. Not my character, me. I'm like, yeah, that's why I got it. You know? Wow. I was, oh shit! Do they have more? Is he? Like, yeah, I think they have two or three more. He goes, oh, I need to get one of those. Like, well, and I it, it, in that moment, I was like, you know what? <clears throat> you can have it if you want. He's like, no, 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 keep it. It's yours. You bought it. I'll sign it for you, but keep it. Wow. And I was like, no, no, you know, really, if you not if you don't have any of these or one of yourself, literally, then yeah, you can have it. He's like, no, no, I'll I'll get one of the other ones. <coughs> he signed it for you. <coughs> he signed it too. Well, I paid. I paid to have him sign it, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had. Then I also paid to have it uh, authenticated, which means they put a sticker somewhere on here, a little hologram sticker that says, uh, you know, and it has a thing at the bottom that says certificate of authenticity as well. For the signature or the. <coughs> The for the signature yeah oh. god oh there's a there's a little i don't know if you can see that or not but that little sticker right there was it has a serial number on it oh wow and uh you, you can go to their website and, and look it up and it'll be right there so can i can i ask you how much did it cost for the signature uh the signature was 40 bucks and I also paid for uh, a video and a selfie thing too. That was separate. I, like I said, I spent more money than I was planning on spending. I figured I'd just go in there and shake hands and say I love the show. I like the other stuff you guys do as well. Yeah. But when I saw this pop, I was like, you know what, God, I got, I should have it. I don't plan on having a pop, uh, Funko Pop collection. I'm not going to be that person that has. I'm familiar with a Funko Pop. I don't even know what that is. 
that this is a Funko Pop. It's a, it's well, a. I saw that, but it seems to be like it's the new. Uh, it it's the new Beanie Baby. Yeah. It's very. They're very popular. They're they're some of them are worth a lot of money, and uh, everyone wants them. So. Mm-hmm. So I Those got that. Oh, how long? How long have uh, Fun Pops been out? Um, God, 10, 15 years. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can actually the the headquarters is up in Everett, and you can actually get uh, a custom made pop made at the uh, Everett uh, headquarters. Oh wow! I didn't know that they were from Everett. Well, I mean, the headquarters is, is in Everett. I don't think they're. I don't know if they're necessarily from Everett. Oh, but yeah. I would think that they're if they're headquartered there, it might probably be where they came from. It's a possibility. But you know, I mean, that makes that's kind of cool when you think about it. Is it popular in just Washington, or is it popular it's, everywhere? It, it's popular everywhere, man, uh, Marianne. Uh, if you when we when we go to SummerCon, when you go. To any of the dealer table tables, <clears throat> there's going to be there's going to be stacks and stacks and stacks of various types of pops, <clears throat> different sizes and everything else. I'm gonna grab something to drink. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah, tickling yeah. the back of my throat. I'll keep talking. I'll keep talking because I don't know. I guess I just I'm not um, in the know anymore. Not that I've ever really been in the know, but I've never. I've, I think I've seen, I think I've seen the little fun pop, Funko Pop, but I've never. That was really almost bad. Paid that much. I money. almost lost my balance and fell on top of everything. All right. Huh? I said, just toddle, just talk over the top of me. That's okay. Oh, I can't, I can't hear you. So I know. What I have my headphones I said, on. I said I was gonna keep talking. Even though you weren't here, I said I'll just keep talking and keep myself entertained. I was like, I just I, I've seen the Funko Pops when I've been to like conventions or something like yeah. that, but I haven't really paid that much attention to them. And I haven't really gone gone to a convention. Well, shit, since way before COVID. Yeah. You know. I need to, I need to find a I need to find a frame for this. This is a. Uh... I think this is just a print. This is not an actual painting, but uh, yeah, it's one of the things I got with my VIP ticket. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, but that's what I did this this last weekend. I I spent the day in in Auburn at the mall, and uh, I had Dave and Buster's for the first time. Can't say that I'll ever eat their food ever again. Really? It wasn't that good. They burnt the shit out of the out of the out of the hamburger bun, so it was hard to, to chew on. And oh my god, and you didn't take uh, it back? I didn't fucking care enough to do that. I'm just not gonna buy their food ever again. I might go in there for video games and whatever else they got going on there, but I'm not buying their food. Yeah, we um we went to went to Popeyes. Um. I, I, I'm really kind of hesitant to do, go to a Popeyes anyways because the Popeyes that I used to go to a couple of times that I went to that was out in Spanaway 
every time I ate, the food was good. I loved the dirty rice, but every time I ate there, I got sick. And, mm. so, and then uh, customer service started going down the hill. Well, so though, so we stopped because there was a there was a Popeyes right next to where we stopped this weekend in Tacoma, and I was like, oh, and it was they had some ghost pepper kind of chicken or something, and I was like, okay. So we went in there, we got in there, we placed our order and it wasn't like anything elaborate. We just got, I got some chicken strips. He got some chicken wings and some biscuits, a couple of biscuits. And I think, you know, like I got coleslaw, some whatever, easy peasy sides, right? Right. 25 minutes later, we still didn't have our food. Wow. Yeah. And the people that were there walked, like, you talk about the epitome of the fucking lazy teenager not want to work. They walked so slow. Remember watching Zootopia and they have that character? Uh, 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 yes. Yes. Uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah. Yeah, it, it was... Uh, um, Something um, not speedy, not uh, Flash. His Flash, character's yeah. name was Flash, and he moved so. Brenda did you? And and that's the way these people were moving. And, and she we was a like, rabbit, so she was super hyper yeah oh, i remember that yeah. that was and i was trying not to be a rabbit but i was fucking pissed yeah dude by the time we got it it was cold and disgusting wow yeah well, I, I if if my food was cold and disgusting i mean it was it wasn't great but i wouldn't call it cold and disgusting it um i mean the the, the buns were burnt so they was hard to bite into and i have some fucked up teeth so that probably yeah. part, but um I ate a little bit. Of, I ate two or three bites out of it, and I'm like, eh, even if it was at, even if it was easier to eat, I don't know if I would have come back for more. You know. Yeah. Plus, I was, I was, I was, uh, I wasn't, I was, I ordered food because I figured I needed to eat something, but I wasn't really feeling hungry. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, I wasn't. Yeah. And I wasn't too concerned about getting it replaced or anything like that because fuck it. At that point, I just you know what I'm gonna go, go back to the store and uh, get some more autograph stuff and whatever, and, you know. So how are you feeling? So you sound like you've got a cold. I got. I'm on the tail end of a cold. Um, I'm fit. I mean, other than the cough, I feel fine. So, but yeah. Um, Leading up to the weekend, I had a, I, I, yeah, I just absolute, I felt like absolute garbage. Um, I, I think I was also on the, t- uh, the tail end of the cold when I went to the, the thing. Hopefully, I didn't get anybody sick. I probably did, but uh, uh, cause that was that day, I was I was feeling, I was feeling well enough that I actually got up, got dressed, and drove to Auburn. But once I got there and started walking around, I. I also wasn't wearing my my uh, my Crocs, so maybe that's part of the reason why I was 
so stiff and sore and not really moving very fast. I, when I actually first walked into Dave and Buster's, the 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 uh, whatever the lady who sits at the front, you know, checking people in and whatever. The hostess, yeah. The hostess. That's the word I was looking for. She goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm tired and you know, I got up early earlier than I anticipated today." And I've been walking all day. I've gotten more more than my usual steps, so I'm kind of sore. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah. No, I'm kind of I'm on the kind of sick. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have had been sick, and and the coughing is is really the the last of it. Maybe I am a little a little, you know, winding down. I then again, I it. Part of you know being not feeling well was just not really eating much for the past few days. So maybe I'm just I need to eat something and maybe that'll give me a little pep or whatever. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'll eat something at some point. But uh. But yeah. Oh. I went, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I I went and did a. Uh, uh, usability testing from Microsoft. I can't tell you what I played. I mean, even if I, even if I didn't have the NDA, I wouldn't have been able to tell you what it was anyway because it's not a game I I've ever played before. But I did some game testing yesterday and got a uh, got a hundred dollar gift card. Oh wow! So, and I, and basically they they emailed me the 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 gift card information basically when you log in the website you, they give you choices of where you want your gift card to be for i could have gotten a gift card from microsoft sony whatever i can games whatever i chose to actually use the uh put my 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 hundred dollars on 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 uh on walmart so i could like buy food and shit i was gonna say <laughs> i was thinking amazon because you can buy food um, but yeah, I almost did Amazon too. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I I'll, I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Uh, I'll put it on uh, Walmart so I can I can have. I could also do food delivery through that too. So. Hmm. So uh, question. So, tell me tell me about the the you did tell me what that entailed. How did you so I, I well. Years ago, I signed up for usability testing, which is basically they they want you to t uh, to play a section of a game or do some poking around on a on a on a specific piece of software. This time around, it was a game, um, and then as you're walking around or doing whatever you're doing in the game, uh, they ask you questions. So why'd you do that? You know. You know what are you doing? You know, because there's no there's no uh, there's no walkthrough stuff on the on the in the game itself. It's not saying go over here, pick this up. None of that stuff. So I was just kind of wandering through and clicking on things and seeing if there's anything I could do other than you know walking from point A to point B and you know and uh, the 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 graphics for the game were amazing. I still couldn't tell you what the game was, but um, yeah. And I t at the end, at the end of everything, he says, "Is there anything else you want us to know?" It's like, yeah, I, I think I think your controllers need to be more accessible. 
He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, controllers are always for two-handed people. Some people don't have access to both hands. Yeah. So maybe if you were to, you know, take these two buttons that are over here and just put them on top of these buttons over here, that way I can reach them with my my right hand or my, my thumb or my other fingers because I don't necessarily... I don't have the the finger dexterity for me to actually hit those buttons while doing other things with the joystick and whatnot. And uh, said if you guys did that tomorrow, I'd buy an Xbox the day after. Yeah. You know. And I did, and I told them I was like, look, the only reason why I got a PS3 was because it, it, the the free online gaming. But now everybody charges for online gaming, and I don't necessarily care to play online anymore because there's you know nothing worse than like getting laughed at by 12 year olds and having kids talk about talk about your mom while you're 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 just casually playing a game that i'm not trying to compete with anybody i just doing what i gotta do in the game and just whatever yeah i think that's probably you know what i think that's probably why today's kids are so fucking rude because there's no there's nobody to just pop them in their mouth when they say some stupid shit to an adult. Because they do it, yeah. they, they troll them behind, behind. Anonymity, like yeah, yeah. And so, you can talk shit, and then you can mute the person or block them after you've pissed them off, yeah. Yeah. I've had that happen where, you know, some little kid was talking shit, and I got mad, and he just immediately blocked me. I was like, you're the one that fucking started it, dude. It's not my fault you're not a professional. You know, they're kids. I right there, I'd mute their little asses. What? Yeah, I, I, uh, mute. Yeah. No, I, I I legitimately I think the last time I played any online games um intentionally was like probably fifteen years ago. Although I have in recent years logged in to see if uh the gaming culture had changed at all. No, yeah. It. No, it hasn't. You know, you still get, you still have twelve year olds playing games that are meant for adults, and uh, and they 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 say horrible horrible things about your mom. <laughs> I, just... I was like, yeah, hey, thanks, man. My mom's been dead for fifteen years, but I'm glad you had fun with her. You know. <laughs> Just, you know, that's really weird that you're into that because, you know, isn't that illegal in most states? You know. <coughs> yeah. I mean, it's, so, I just don't let them bait me, but, you know, I mean. I, I it, it depends on my frame of mind. If I'm in a, if I'm in the right frame of mind, I will fuck with them back. But if I, I'm not in the right frame of mind, I'll just log out. <laughs> I'm done. I, I'm going to go do something else for a little while, kind of thing, you know. But yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a gamer, so I don't really understand the, the appeal. I mean, well, that's not true. The kind of games I like to play are casino um, games. Yep, and also word search games. So you're a gamer. You're just not a you're not a uh, Xbox or PlayStation style gamer. No, you're, a a ca- you're also a casual gamer. You're not like trying to 
level up and get all the unlock all the shit in the game and I did that back in 2012. I I got Black Ops One and I un, I unlocked a bunch of shit. I spent a week and a half trying to unlock everything, and then once I did, I had everything. I was like, okay, well now what? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Oh, you get to you can do it all over again, and then you get an even higher level. No, I don't really want to do that all over again. I, think, I will play the game to just kind of relax and decompress, yeah. but I'm not going to, you know. See, I have this word game that I play, and I like playing it. But, and, and sorry if this sounds shitty, but I don't want it to be hard, okay? I, I don't either. I, I, I don't I, want it to be hard. I don't want it to get harder as I get better. I don't. Because that's yeah. not what I'm doing. I'm not here to challenge myself. I'm not here to set a record or anything like that. I'm here to decompress mm-hmm. and not think about it. And that's why I like yeah. playing the casino online games because you don't really ha- you don't have to put any thought into it. But I like something that has that reward of you know I solved the, all the puzzles. I, I I did all the word search. I put all I I unmixed all the letters and came up with all the words. But it doesn't yeah, necessarily, yeah. to me, doesn't have to be something that causes me additional stress and anxiety. Because right. then it lets, it's not fun anymore. I want it to, yep. like with the word search, the one that I love playing is a word search. But then it starts doing all this other funky shit with it, where it gives you some of the letters, and then it has asterisks on it. And then you're like, what the fuck? You know, and that's just stressful. It's very stressful. Yeah, or they yeah. have one that's, a, that's on a timer, that you have to get all these letters. So I said, no, no, I don't want any of that shit. I don't want to play that. Give me just a straight up word search so that yeah. I can go search for the words. That's all <clears> the <throat> that I need. A little tiny bit of a challenge. It's not really even a challenge. It's just something stuff to, that, Something to occupy your brain for a few hours. Right, to, to stay off of all the other chatter that's in my head all the other stuff all the other craziness that i'm you know work and all this other shit that i'm dealing with i don't want to deal with it because it's my time it's for me to decompress and de-stress and and to start to relax so if i have my little word search and i can just go in there and find the words show me what words i'm looking for let me go find them and that's it don't do anything special don't put don't make me all this other challenges. 100% am with you on this, Marianne, because uh, I, I, I play games. I play video games uh, so I can silence the ADHD brain, which is always like trying to do 17 things at once. Yeah. And uh, so a lot of games I will set to the lowest setting poss- possible. One of the things I will do one of the games I love playing is is Call of Duty, you know, running around shooting people's kind of game, you know? Yeah. And one of the things that I've I've come to do when I'm playing it, and those games now are largely, like, multiplayer, like, online games, but you still have the ability to do um, single-player, like, story mode. But I don't necessarily want to play story mode. I want to just run around a map and just shoot the bad guy. So... A lot of the newer versions of the game have a setup where you can do a private game and then you can just turn on bots, you know, AI characters. 
Yeah. They will just randomly run around and shoot at whoever's on the other team. Well, one of the things I like to do because the game is quite difficult if you're if you're not careful, um, is that you set the bots to be like recruits, which is essentially they're walking targets. Right. They they <laughs> pop, you know, kind of thing. And uh the most recent version of the game I was doing that and the, the bots are not as dumb as, as the earlier versions of the game if you set them on recruit and the old one they would wander around and they'd walk right past you unless you like did something aggressive towards them and then they attack you. This, they're smarter. They're still stupid, but they're smarter than the older version of the good. game. That's good because you don't want it, you know, like that's. I, but I do though. I want them to be a walking target. I don't want them to be like, oh, there you are. I mean, like, I saw you first pop, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, all the other thing about doing that is like the computer always has 2020 vision. They can see you from across the map. While I'm sitting here trying to get my eyes to focus and I'm playing, sitting a little closer to the TV so I can see, is that a person or is that a bush? <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that because uh, when we're getting older, of course, we start like, oh my God. When I was younger, when I was younger, my mom and my stepdad, it used to make me fucking crazy that she would watch TV on closed caption. And it made me crazy because right. it was so distracting because I was always trying to read what was on the screen, right? And I'm like, my God, you can't fucking hear this. You can't understand what's being said. And my mom was like, no, I can't. And then, of course, my stepdad would have it blasting so loud that, you know, it's like deafening. <laughs> So, <laughs> and I get it though. I finally because I, I'm at that age where I have to watch shit on closed captioning, and if it's not on closed captioning, I don't want to watch it because I can't. I miss half of it. I I will, I will do closed captioning on specific shows largely because otherwise I don't understand what's being said, and I I have the ability to pause and then read what is being said and then hit play. But um, I posted a video on Facebook yesterday, uh, you know, things that ADH, ADHers do. And it's like, oh, you're good. You have the, the, you have the, the, the captions on. I can now hear it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, so I tell you this because I got to tell you that Romeo and I went to the movies on Saturday. Okay. Went to the movies on Saturday and we were super excited that they had the movie in closed caption. Um, so we we left the house. It was like 15 minutes away. This movie started in nine minutes. We got there 20 minutes, actually 25 minutes, and after we parked, and uh, it still hadn't started yet because they have so many fucking commercials nowadays. But like 20 minutes of commercials, yeah. Yeah, 20 minutes of commercials and then, like, what, a couple minutes of previews. And then it's just ridiculous. I don't even know if they really had any previews. I was talking about the previews. The previews are about between 15 and 20 minutes long of the previews. And then the stuff before that is all, like, the whatever the local ads are and the, yeah. The, yeah. You know, well, the, the trivia and whatever else. So we went to go see The Little Mermaid. Okay. And? Absolutely Absolutely love it. 
I love it. twice in the same weekend, Marianne. So yes. We did too, because we came back and watched it on uh, the fire stick on Sunday. Oh wait, I didn't say that, right? I, we were going. We want, yeah. So we wanted to see it a second time too. Uh, yeah. I don't blame you. I would have, you know, um, I will pay to see it again if I. My grandson wants to go. Riley wants to go see a movie because we took him to his first movie. I, I guess I didn't say anything. He'd never been to a movie before, and yeah. so. Not this last weekend, but the weekend before was the big weekend right. that we had yeah. him to spoil him rotten for the weekend. And one of the things he wanted to do was go see a movie. He wanted to go see Super Mario Brothers. And we got done seeing the movie. And he goes, wow, that was so cool. He goes, this was, he goes, I've never been to a movie before. And I stopped and I'm like, what? Like, what's wrong with your, and then I realized. By the time he was old enough to go see his first movie, it was COVID. COVID. Yeah. So we literally took him to his first movie that he ever That's got to awesome. see. And he, and I was asking him, I was actually trying to lead him towards watching The Little Mermaid. And he was like, no, Grandma, I want to watch Super Mario Brothers. And I was like, okay, that's fine. We'll go see Super Mario Brothers. And then afterwards, I was telling, you know, where I said, Romeo and I were like, oh, we still want to go see Little Mermaid. And Riley was like, I want to go. I'll go to Little Mermaid with you. Because he had so much fun at the movie. Yeah. It was like, so brand new and exciting for him to be able to see. It. And so, of course, we had to do it in true style. Okay. Anybody who knows me knows that I am, I'm not cheap. Don't call me cheap. I'm Frugal. Thrifty. I'm thrifty. I'm thrifty. Thrifty. Uh, yeah, so, same. I, and I think both yeah. of our moms did the same thing so, or something similar. I told I told the grandson, I said, we are not buying any candy at the movies. We are. I said, that's not happening. Those boxes for a box of candy, six bucks. I said, that's too expensive. And Riley's like, oh, that is too expensive. Yeah. I said, so we're going to go to the dollar store. And we're yeah, it's too expensive. <laughs> we're going to go to the dollar store. We're going to go buy some candy pick out the candies and he just filled up a shopping cart. And I'm like, okay, now we're going to whittle down to what we're going to actually take. So we put, took some of the ones that he actually wanted to take. And then we, I showed him how you put them in a Ziploc bag and put the Ziploc bag in your pocket so that you nice. can them out. But we did buy the, the popcorn and the soda. Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> and Ooh. he was like, I don't want to share with Papa. I want my own. And the lady behind the couch said, like, it's okay. I got a separate cup for you. So she gave us a little cup. And a little plus, a little container that he could pour his popcorn into, so he could sit there with his own popcorn and not share popcorn and not share soda. He had his own soda, and so he and we got into the movie. It was a half hour before even any of the previews started. We got yeah. there that early, so he. Right before the movie started, we'd ask him, "I'm like, you gotta go to the bathroom? Nope, I'm gonna not go." And all of a sudden, he's like, "I gotta go!" And we so. He got that done before the movie started, and he sat through the whole movie. He didn't talk. He didn't, you know, he was just in, enthralled with this movie. And it made me just think, you know, like, do you remember how, do you, what was the first movie you ever saw? Jaws. Were, oh, my God, right? I swear, That's the I, first one I remember because that, that shit traumatized me for decades. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, like, I remember... It was remember, a drive-in, too, by the way. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, 
I think back then our parents didn't pay attention to things like uh, ratings on a movie because well they at the point that that movie come out they didn't have PG thirteen they didn't have G no PG no they had G but they didn't have PG they didn't have PG and they didn't definitely didn't have PG thirteen they had like G. Oh no! I think they had PG, but they didn't G, have PG thirteen. G, G and R really basically what it was, you know. Yeah, and then it they had it wasn't R rated though. But they didn't have well, and actually, like, was it? Movies it was. nowadays, some of the movies nowadays that are rated R back in the day would have been rated X. There's actually a movie I can't remember. There's actually a movie, and I was just listening to it. They, they were saying it was a, the only movie in history that was an X rated movie that got uh, an Academy Award. <laughs> or it got an award. And but it was because it was like in the sixties. Okay. And so nowadays that movie would be like a an R. It wouldn't even be a hard R. I mean <laughs> hard. <laughs> I think like nowadays it'd be like an N C seventeen or Yeah. I'm looking to see what the rating was for for, for Jaws. I'm oh, pretty Jaws sure. Oh, was R rated. No, Jaws was R. It wasn't no PG thirteen. It was or even a, a fucking G rated. No, it was a rated R. Because remember, they showed nudity and the violence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It had nudity so. and violence. But yeah, I think that's uh, of the the movies I remember from my early years. That's probably number one on the list. I remember seeing Jesus Christ Superstar in theaters. It's probably the drive-in as well. Never saw that one. It was a musical, and and you remember how gullible I was as a kid. Oh yeah. I I truly believe that these people were were going ahead and just nailing themselves to the cross, and you know, and I thought the people in Jaws were being eaten by an actual shark, and oh, you know, yeah. I I believed everything I saw. Why why else would I? That's not na- being naive. That's, you know, just, you know, like we were never really, we never understood you're, you're a kid. You don't, uh, you don't get it. You don't understand. That's why it's so important to not show kids these really violent movies or movies that are really scary and stuff because they don't, they can't tell the difference between make believe and real. And no. they're too young. They're, they don't know how to, process that their brains aren't ready to process it yet yeah i mean you can tell them that it's 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 all make-believe these are these people aren't really hurt and these people aren't really but, bleeding to whatever they else don't understand that you don't understand that though because you don't see those people right you see it on tv and you don't see those people it's like it's no different than watching the news right yeah. so it's very hard well, to are, yeah i remember thinking that why did why are they doing why are they jumping in the water when that shark's there? That seems very very dangerous, you know. And right. may may not be thinking those exact words, but that's kind of where my brain was at, you know. Yeah, and that's what you're yeah. kind of processing. So, you know, and it's understandable. And and that's just it though. Is I was actually reading an interesting article today. Uh I was reading this article. Let me see if I can find it again. Which I, I I get where this is coming from. So was Jaws American. was PG. What? It was PG. 
parental guidance. Mm. Keep in mind, this is also 1975. Wow. You, I knew it wasn't an R. In 75, how old were you? Six? No. I was born in 71, so... I was six in 75. So, yeah. I was I was, I was I was four when that movie came out. Oh, yeah. In, in June 20th, 1975. Oh, wow. It's so, getting ready to celebrate I, an anniversary here. I wasn't, I wasn't even... I wasn't even... For that year yet, I was still three. Cause I'm I'm a September baby. I remember, I remember Jaws, and then Jaws. I remember seeing Jaws two in the theaters. Which why in God's name would my dad take me and my brothers to go to Jaws? I still remembered that very clearly. So my brother Alan had already seen Jaws two. Uh, Joe and I went to go to visit, you know, we all went to go visit dad. I don't know why Laura wasn't there. And I don't think she wanted to go to the movie because she'd already seen Jaws and she didn't want to see Jaws too. And so my dad takes us to the movies, plops us. We're sitting like five rows up from the screen. So we're right up there to see everything. Oh God, I hate sitting that close. I do too. I'm, I was always raised, my mom always said you sit in the back of the theater make sure your walls your backs to the wall if you're gonna see a scary movie you need to have your back to the wall so nobody can sneak up behind you and you need to make sure that you're safe so that you can protect yourself right and then you had to have you had to have a classic scary movie watching hands going which meant that your your hands covered your eyes like crisscross so you had to plug your ears and be able to cover your eyes at the same time for scary parts and so we're sitting there in the theater. Alan left to go to the bathroom or whatever. He'd been telling us about a scary part in the movie where the body, the burnt body on the bottom of the boat, the piece of the boat, and the main character goes, the sheriff goes and flips it over and this dead body like, like straight at him type thing. Okay. He told us about it somewhat. We're sitting there, and the body, you know, sheriff flips the board, body, bleh, we smack our head against the back of the, the chairs, just as Alan comes running down, Joe, Joe, this is the part I told you about. Scared the shit out of us again. <laughs> My dad's pager goes off, and you hear Dr. Riley, Dr. Riley, Paige, and Dr. Riley, and we're like, oh, my God. God, we're so embarrassed. So dad ditches us and leaves us in the theater. I think we were in like third grade, second grade. Oh, man. And he ditches us. He says, I got to go out on a farm call. I'll be back. Don't leave the theater. I'm like, okay, great. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I'm trying to think of other movies. I remember seeing like that young. Um, I definitely I, remember I mean, seeing Star Wars for sure. Oh yeah, I remember Star Wars. I remember and, standing and, that and Jedi and Empire as well. I remember standing in line for Empire and Jedi. I don't remember standing in line for Star Wars. Who took you to go see those? Um, uh, my mom. Which is kind of crazy because I didn't really think that she was into Star Wars. Um, I don't know. She, 
if she wasn't into Star Wars, it's because I was really into it, Marianne. So it's, it's think of like the Heather and me dynamic with with the with the Little Mermaid. She she probably had had enough of Chewbacca and Han Solo and you know Luke and Leia after like the four hundredth time seeing it. So yeah. I do remember her renting a, a reel-to-reel projector and a copy of the first Star Wars movie and the behind-the-scenes footage as well. And we watched that at home for, wow. I think it was my seventh or eighth birthday. Wow. So, yeah. This, this is before v, VCRs were a thing. Right, right. No, I understand that. Yeah. I was just surprised that she rented a reel-to-reel, that you could rent a reel-to-reel. I didn't even know that you could. Um, well, she worked for the for the county, so she probably was able to get one from work. But she rented the movie. I don't know where she found the, the a copy, a 35 mil, oh, not 35, it was whatever the projector, 8 mil probably, yeah, for the movie. So yeah, but that's I remember, what I'm saying. Just, I didn't even know you could rent those movies. Like, who did she... She must have known somebody who knew somebody. Yeah, I don't know. I I never asked her how she got copies of the movie on reel to reel. So that's way cool, though. Yeah, that was that was also the year that I had a a, I had a Darth Vader uh, cake. I remember the Darth Vader cake. I remember hearing about it. I don't. I'm sure that because at that time of year, I was already. Back up in the mountains for school, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I'm trying to think if I remember uh, you guys being around for birthdays and stuff. And I think you were once or twice. I don't remember them all. You yeah. guys all the time, but not very often. Yeah, because like I said, your birthday is you know school. Middle middle of the beginning of the school year, yeah. Yeah, the first month of school starting back, so September, and I was back in school too. It would have been like like the the end of the first week of school that was when my birthday was. Yeah. Your birthday's what, the 21st? Yeah. Yeah, because yours is four days before mine, so it's usually the first, you know, you're you're usually a couple weeks into school by then. Yeah, yeah a week or two, yeah. Usually uh, Labor Day. Um, so crazy to think that we're already into June. Right. You know, we're halfway through 2023. We're kind of like at that halfway point and sliding down. I mean, if you were going to say that you had a highlight this year, of something really good that happened, what would be your highlight for so far for 2020? Well, at this point, it would have been this last weekend, you know, getting to meet the, the cast of the Ninja Turtles was really cool, and getting to hear their stories about voice acting and, and you know, hearing hearing them do the voices in the room. Marianne, every single time, the guy who played Michelangelo said, Cowabunga! I legitimately went, hey. Every single time, I giggled every time, and he said it several times throughout the day. I wasn't talking to you, Google. Shush. But you know that's oh. that's cool. It's it's really cool to be able to do something like that. Yeah. You know. So I mean, 
And I told him, like, every time you do that, I just giggle. I can't help myself. Because it's like... <laughs> it's like you know? that inner child. You're still having that inner child. I mean, just... I, like, like I said, one one of them asked me how old it was when the show came out. I was, like, I was a freshman in high school. I was like, really? We thought all the, it was just little kids that liked the show. I was like, no, I really dug the shit out of the cartoon. I thought it was funny and, yeah. you know, it was entertaining to watch and... You know, and then the movies became a thing and a huge fan of Ninja Turtles from the early 90s. So I saw I saw all the all three of the the live action movies on on day one opening day. I saw uh, the first one in 1991. So 1991, I think it was 90. Either way, I fourth edition and first issue of the comic. Wow. Wish it would have held on to that shit. That would have been worth some money. Oh my God. So with all your collectibles, do you have any of your collectibles that you've had over the years? Um, no, but I'm reacquiring things. So, you know, yeah. I, uh, yeah, like, uh, like my Ghostbusters stuff that I got, I've always wanted those things, you know. Huge fan of the of the movies and love the cartoon. So you know when when I was able to like get those and like you know I I'm gonna be able to dress up as a Ghostbuster for for conventions and Halloween and shit. So and it's got yeah. you know lights and sound and you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with that shit. I'm gonna probably I'm probably gonna be dressed as a Ghostbuster while we're podcasting at the convention. So oh, that should be cool. fun. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I also I also uh, recently. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that real quick. Like we are yeah. gonna be podcasting at a convention. Yep. Which is pretty cool. That's pretty damn cool. We are legitimately going to be in like a, a a a not necessarily a studio setting, but we're going to have like we're going to have podcast microphones and everything set up in like a little like a lounge, and you know, well, we're going to have. I mean, initially, I think we're going to have just going to have one guest, but I'm sure we'll be able to get other people too once we get closer to the day. But uh, we'll see. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil no. to the three people that are listening right now who we're gonna have on the podcast. But you will definitely want to tune in for the episode when we record it at SummerCon. Well, and see, I think that that's gonna be the cool thing. So SummerCon is when? In uh, the in a few weeks. It's uh, the twenty third through the twenty fifth. Twenty third through the twenty fifth. So that's just literally around the corner of June, and that's in in Puyallup. At the fairgrounds, yep. State yeah. fairgrounds. So it's the the weekend after Father's Day and the weekend after Juneteenth. So, um, and we will be able to have like uh, the tickets are on sale now. So, but we we were we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have press passes. We're getting uh, that I've been told we're getting press passes. So hopefully that doesn't. That's not like a, you know, <laughs> hey, here you go. But you can't use this pass to go beyond those ropes. So, right. 
Right. Which is going to be the case because uh, uh, press passes don't give you access behind certain places. Right. Very similar to when we were at Ace Comic Con. You know, we, right. we, you know, but well, this time around, we're going to be actually there. sitting down in, in a kind of a kind of a talk show setting. We're going to have mics. Let me you one thing, though, about press passes. Back in the day, and this is, we'll, we'll make this point. If we were young and hot, we could get anywhere with those press passes. If we ha- if we had a larger following, we would be able to get more out of those press passes. Well, yeah, but like I said, did you see my son was able to get all the way to Chris Evans? Yeah, yeah, and that's just from just not listening to the don't go beyond this rope. <laughs> right, and he just kept going, press pass, he had his press pass, he was like, press pass, showed it to people. Plus he, you know, he has... And I, I have full confidence that in my younger day, back in my prime, I'd have got right up to Chris Evans and practically sat in his lap. But <laughs> now Man. they're like, hey, hey, who let that old lady over here? Get her. Chase her down. It's not like she can move fast, you know? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, we're we – are, uh... I think we're guaranteed at least one interview with somebody, but then we might be able to like throughout the day, you know, going through like the, the artist alley and maybe oh, we might be able to, yeah, yeah like, like we did it, like we did it, uh, at, uh, I don't have the, the same microphones anymore, but we could just do it from our phones directly, but just hold your, hold, hold your, hold your phone like a microphone and hit and just, as long as you know where the microphone is on your phone, which is usually the didn't bottom right. Me, didn't you give me one of those microphones? I probably did. I don't remember. I think you did. I thought you you gave me one of the ones that was the lapel microphone, which was really super cool. Um, yeah. I, oh, I still have that. I still have one of those because I had two of those. Yeah. And those uh, were really super cool because I like those little lapels because you could actually hear it really well. And, you know, it's, it was so cute. You just kind of hold on to him and you talk into him and then you hold this little tiny microphone to somebody's face. Well, and, and people do that, too, even though you're supposed to, like, attach it to your, like, your your, your lapel. But, you know. Oh, no. Uh, I, I share it with other people. So I would talk into it. Then I, would I know. I get you. And it, it just because I think it, it just looks cute. These little tiny microphones like, yeah. oh, hello. It's like a little kid's microphone. Marianne, you can actually get off of Amazon little tiny like they look like sure mics, like the mics you have for like when you're doing comedy. Yeah. But they're only this big. They're the same size as the lapel mic, but they look like little like fucking Brad had on on the podcast a couple of times when he was a guest. Remember? He's ah. this little tiny mic, and he was like, "I didn't realize that." Fuck. Yeah, I didn't realize that that's what that was because again, you know, he was like two inches tall when we had everybody on on the camera together. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, and then, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I'm I'm really excited that we're getting press passes. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I think there's. And honestly, uh, have gone to Emerald City twice in the last two years uh, because of a friend of mine who's in a wheelchair needed like somebody to help him with like whenever he's maneuvering around or whatever. So, but uh, so I got to go for free the last two years, and uh, 
and it was this last year was a little better only because um they had everything in the same building. It wasn't like spread out over three buildings like it had been for the past few years or whatever. And the, so, um, I'll be in the same building again this year. <clears throat> I mean, uh, well, SummerCon is 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 different in that like a lot of things are in the same building. Some things are in a different building, but. Emerald City Comic Con was spread out over like three or four different buildings over the past ten years or so. All so, I know, all it's I know, way cheaper that, to go to Summer Con than it is Emerald City. We are taking our mobile scooters to the, the con so that we can cruise all over the place. Yeah. And I awesome. I wish I had a little bumper sticker, like a little sticker that could go on the scooter that said "Not About You Pod." That I could put. I'm I'm ordered some bumpers, st- some stickers. Like they're gonna be like this. See that I had. I don't know. Did you see the sticker that I put on my scooter? Yeah, because the last weekend when we were all together, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, and, and you and and uh, Kyle were cruising around in the scooters. First of all, how fun are those? Oh my god, I had so much fun. Me and one of uh, one of the boys' friends were racing around Tyler, and we're yeah. just cackling like little five-year-olds <laughs> you know yeah so that's typically what we do when we bring the scooters to the lake or at a function like that is we we especially usually with the kids is we'll race each other and it's so much fun uh kyle and i when we had them there uh, a couple weeks before that we had them at the same lake kyle and i took them four by in and, and we almost i went off road with one because i was trying to I was trying to cut the corner because he was ahead of me by like two feet. So I was trying to cut it, cut in front of him by going over, over the grass. He's like, Hey, you're cheating. He's like, we didn't set any rules about going off road. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta be kind of careful with that. Cause you don't have the same traction and you could wipe out. So, but oh, and we, we did, we all, each one of us almost kind of fell over a couple of times cause we were, um, going very fast on these mobility scooters and, and did a sharp turn and uh, kind of top heavy. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Well, okay. So those things are hella fun. Yes. And now you see why I have a bumper sticker that, or it's not a bumper sticker. It was a sticker that I bought when we were at the oddball mall yeah. and I put it on my mobility scooter. It says my driving scares me too. Okay. That was on yours. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I think that that's absolutely appropriate for the mobility scooter because I'm telling you, those things are fast and they're fun. And, you know, they actually, I, I love the scooter. Don't, and my husband will, Romeo will just tell you, oh, yeah, I told you, I talked to you to get one. Yeah, yeah, shut up. <clears throat> because <clears throat> I didn't want to get one. I did not want right. one. I was, I was not going to use one. And, um after yeah i would i would say that but you know when i think about some of the places that i i don't go anymore because i'm like oh my god to be on my feet for that long and to walk that far i just can't do it it's brutal my back is is jacked up yeah and i just i'm not i'm not in any place that i can do i can't stand for too long i can't sit for too long you know that last car accident really did me in and so my quality yeah. of life 
way down because I, I don't, I can't walk like I used to. I can't stand like I used to. Yeah. Um, but having this little mobility scooter, when we go to do someplace, like go to South Center Mall, which I there's no way in hell I would go to South Center Mall without it. Because just I just know that right. there's nothing in that mall that's worth the, the amount of pain I'm going to suffer from walking <laughs> afterwards. <clears throat> I just, it's not. There's nothing there. And so... Right. We did. We took the mobility scooters there. Him and I did, and we had so much fun. And but I think a lot of it too is, is you have to have a really good mindset. Like I think at one point, um, he stopped without letting me know, and I crashed into him. And this crowd of people saw me crash into him, and they started laughing. And of course, you know me and him together. If somebody starts laughing at us, because most people would be mortally embarrassed, right? My mom would absolutely have been mortified. Yeah, no, not us. We looked at it as, oh, you thought that was funny? Watch this shit. And I was like, oh, oh, why don't you use a blinker? At least signal when you're going to stop. And he's like, hey, lady, it's not my fault you crashed into me. You weren't paying attention. So we started just like, just messing with each other. And the people started just dying laughing when they heard us just like, cack, just crack it up like we were, you know? Because we just started cutting mm-hmm. up and really having fun. And, you know, the one thing about the, us two together is, is that we don't give a shit who's watching. Like, clearly, you saw us when we were at Oddball Mall where I was driving and he was sitting down behind me and I was just driving along, <laughs> you know? And so yeah. and, and just the, the response that, you know, people watching us do that, they were like, oh, my God, that's crazy. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but we were having so much fun with these. And, you know... I never, if it was just me by myself, there's no way in hell. I would never, like, even use, I think I used the mobility scooter in the in the store, the grocery store, right after the accident. Once yeah. Or, but even that was like, no. People are oh, man. So, like, after, was it, uh, yeah, it was at the end of the day uh, from being at that Ninja Turtle event. I went over to Walmart to, to get myself something to drink and maybe a bite to eat. And uh, I, I walked in and I saw the mobility scooter sitting right there. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. My feet are killing me. My yeah. back is hurting. It's okay for me to use this. I'm not I'm not taking it from somebody else. So yeah. I used the, the scooter and, you know, people don't look twice at a fat guy on a mobility scooter. You know, you they know, kind of, the, they, they'd expect to see it at Walmart. Well, you know what? I think that that's the whole reason why I never want to get on one of those mobility scooters is because I'm, I'm, and I'm a fat chick. Right. And, and they, and Romeo, he, we, I, we went somewhere. I don't remember. We were at a store somewhere or something. And, uh, Romeo was talking about, oh man, you know, he saw this guy who was another like a disabled butcher or whatever. He was struggling mobility wise and Romy's like, Oh man, you should get one of these. These are awesome. And the guy goes, no, thank you. I've not given up yet. And I thought that is a, an absolute, uh, I think what a lot of people think when they see somebody yeah. on a mobility scooter, Oh, you've given up, but that's yeah. not true. It's the, actually the exact opposite is true. Is that right. you get to that point where you go, I'm my quality of life is not where it should be because I don't have 
that same kind of mobility. Now, the things that we do on these scooters, we have so much fun. We take them to the fairs. We take them with our grandkids. We tow the grandkids. Like, we go and have fun. <clears throat> We've actually increased our quality of life by having them. Because, you know, like, there's Curious places to get that, around and see more things. Yeah, there's places that I would love to go that I absolutely would not have gone without one. Like, like Woodland Park Zoo. There's no way I would, at, at this point, I would walk through that zoo. It, I would, but it would take me all day, and I, by, the, by the next day, I wouldn't be able to move. I would yeah. not be able to move. <clears throat> and so to be able to have that quality of life back is so, so like opened up doors that I didn't, that ha I hadn't even really thought about being, that yeah. had closed. So yeah, and, and the fact that they are fun too. And when you get the kids out there and you start like racing each other and just having all this fun, <laughs> I think it is it is i'm really glad that we got them i'm glad that we i am too because i i've enjoyed myself when i've ridden on them you know but uh well we'll bust out the third one for the for the con okay so all right so when i'm not when i'm not cosplaying i'll definitely be using it then because i'm i'm going to be walking around with the the pack on and everything yeah and uh you know i uh I put some extra stickers on it today, actually. I didn't know that it had stickers that came with it, but okay, let's let's see these stickers, which are listening. Uh, <laughs> People on. listening can't see the stickers. Oh, oh, okay. He's got. He's gonna have to describe what these stickers are. Of course, he doesn't have his headset on. Oh, I love it. No ghosts. I can't hear you, but. That is the Pacific Northwest Ghostbusters logo. It's just got Sasquatch instead of a ghost. Oh, that's way cool. Oh. And, uh, I put that on there just because I wanted to represent the local group. Even though I'm uh, not an official member. I don't think any of Oh, wow. And, uh, but yeah. Okay. I put that on there because... You know, I wanted it to customize a little bit. Okay, first of all, very cool. Second of all, um, you don't, did you ever, like, have, have you ghost hunted before? Or have you ever, have you thought no, about No, no, this is, this, is, this is for Ghostbusters. The, 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 it's, a, it's for the movie, not necessarily ghost hunting, as in actually looking right. for ghosts. That, Right, you but know. the Sasquatch for the the no was you said they're a local. It's a local group. It's a local fan group for Ghostbusters that oh, dress up in for Ghostbusters. Okay. Yes, okay. Ghostbusters, and uh, they 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 do charity events. They you know they sometimes uh, they get hired by uh, Sony to go to like you know, things to promote Ghostbusters and, and, uh, hold on. My God, Todd is so not prepared to so see you. A little keeps, better version of that. Keeps wandering off of me. But, uh, so yeah, they, uh, the guy who, who did this, uh, and he, he was making logos for, 
various Ghostbuster groups, because there are chapters of Ghostbusters throughout the world, including Pacific Northwest and then Emerald City. There's the Emerald City Ghostbusters and there's Pacific Northwest Ghostbusters. And this is the logo for the Pacific oh. Northwest Ghostbusters. Okay. So instead of it having the ghost in the, in the no symbol, as a, a white Sasquatch. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And this is this is a little Bluetooth speaker that I have attached to it. So if I'm walking through the convention, I can have music playing and stuff on it. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll have the Ghostbusters soundtrack on my on my phone. Okay, so when you're doing your cosplay, you'll have the. <clears throat> I can the, turn on. I can turn on the sounds on the on the on the the backpack. You know the the little little blue lights and the, the little spinning red and and then with the the Bluetooth speaker, I can have like the theme song playing or like some of the other other music from the soundtrack. And, uh, and I got the I got the a costume version of the flight suit because I couldn't find a flight suit with that was fluffy friendly. I know they make them because some of the guys in the group are bigger than me. But uh, um, so I found just a a Halloween costume version, so it's like cheap material. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't cheap to buy by the way. It was it was like eighty bucks for that damn thing. But still. Yeah. It has the Ghostbusters uh, patch on the shoulder, and it has the the little name spot on there too. It, you can it came with all the the, the four different Ghostbusters names, but right. I ordered I ordered a, a uh, I ordered a name tag with my name on it, so I have Sellers on there. Mm. So when I when I'm wearing the outfit, I'll say Sellers instead of Vinkman or whatever the other names are. Right. Right. Yeah. I was, I was actually just talking about this yesterday. Um, a few years back, I discovered because you know, when you when it's your birthday, you look up stuff online, you know, see if there's celebrities that share the day with you and stuff. Right. I discovered, I discovered there are three actors who share my birthday that have something to do with Ghostbusters. So, two actors who've played who've played Peter Venkman. There's, you know. Uh, Bill Murray, who played him in the movies, and then Dave Coulier, you know, Joey from Full House. Right. He was he was the voice of Peter Venkman on the Real Ghostbusters cartoon. And oh. so they have the same birthday. They're they're difference in ages. I think like ten or twenty years, but they right. have the same birthday. And then the third one is uh, Alfonso Ribeiro, was on on a. a yeah, you know, uh, Carlton. Right. He's also September twenty first, nineteen seventy one. Even so, oh. I'm, I'm the same age as him. <clears throat> and his, so the three of them are all on different versions of Ghostbusters. What did Alfonso Ribeiro do on Ghostbusters? He was on a uh, there was a, a spinoff cartoon in the in the nineties called Extreme Ghostbusters, where it was a a group of college students who took Egon's um, class about ghosts in college in, in New York. Is it, it was ten years after the the events of the movies, and um, Ghostbusters essentially have been like mothballed, and so Egon's teaching this class and these five kids, you know, 
early 20s, late teens, whatever, came in to take the class because they figured it'd be an easy A or whatever. And next right. thing you know, they're they're following Egon around doing Ghostbusters shit, you know. Kind of like what they, it's kind of what they, similar to what they've done with the new movies where it's the next generation of Ghostbusters. But yeah. But uh, so how excited? How excited? Was that a cartoon or was that a TV it, show? It was a cartoon series, TV series. Okay. I have it on the Plex server if you've not seen it. It's uh. Yeah. But now I think I want to try at least check it out at least an episode of it. It's 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 uh the animation style is a bit weird, but I like the stories. Huh? How so? Uh, it's different from the original series. Oh. It's uh so, but it's uh, the cast in the Extreme Ghostbusters. Um, there's like a goth girl. There's a uh, a guy in a wheelchair. There's a uh, kind of a bookwormy kind of guy, which is the one that Alfonso plays. And then the other guy was like didn't believe in ghosts at all he said this is all horseshit i just want the a you know oh <clears throat> it sounds somewhat kind of familiar though it sounds a little bit familiar now yeah. the guy who played egon was it uh was it voiced egon was it it was the same guy who voiced egon in the real ghostbusters so it's the same same people from the original cartoon but not the people from the movie harold ramus no, no, it was actually the voice, the guy who voiced Egon in both versions of the cartoon is the same guy who does uh, the brain from Pinky and the Brain. Okay, okay. It's Maurice LaMarche. He, I don't, that's, I like cartoons and shit, but I don't ever pay attention to who voices anything. Uh, I, I know a handful of voice actor names. The, the, the only reason why I sound smart when I talk about cartoons and stuff, because all the cartoons I watch have a lot of the same actors in them. I was going to say, do you sound smart, Todd? <laughs> do you knowledgeable? Knowledgeable of the cartoons. Well, smart, knowledgeable, you know what I mean. I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry. You just, just busting my know. balls just because you can. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. How do yeah. you know all this shit, Tazza? Because it's the same five people who do everything in the 90s and the 80s. That makes sense. It's yeah, like, um, you caught that, because I even if I watched all the same cartoons, I still wouldn't have caught that, because I don't stick around and wait for their credits or any of that other well, shit. Back then, I didn't. It's only been in the last 15 or so years that I really got into like finding out what character voices are done by who. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh, I, I realized that Maurice LaMarche has done a lot of stuff. And I'm like, oh, my God, you did that, too? Holy shit. Not only is he, like, the, the voice of Egon on both the real Ghostbusters and extreme Ghostbusters, but he's also been uh, um, the voice of um, uh, the, 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 the bird who was, like, a... Um, one of the Fruit Loops. Toucan really? Sam. He's the voice of Toucan Sam since like 1982. You really know that Toucan's fed a lot. 
Hey, Dina, you know, follow your nose. It always knows. Yeah. Okay. You know. Okay. And he's he's for like the past decade, he's been like the voice for Alexis. You know. Uh-huh. And we so, see the. Oh, sorry. You were ahead. talking about the toucan, and just made me think of something. Go ahead. So, so the weekend that we last saw each other, not this last weekend, but the weekend before, uh-huh. was the, the spoil my grandson for his birthday weekend. Nice. Right? So spoil Riley for his birthday weekend. Uh, his dad brought him over to the side of the mountains first thing Friday morning. Romeo went to go meet him at the job site at work and pick him up. And the spoiling began. <laughs> so apparently, yeah. So apparently, hubby was stuffing him full of candy and cookies and all kinds of Kool-Aid and shit like that before I even got on board. <laughs> so I get off work. And I had them go out to Silverdale. So they drove out there because they had a trampoline park. So we took him to the yeah. trampoline park to run off some of that sugar Dude, for about an hour. They have one of those at the, the Auburn Mall. Right, right. But the other thing that they don't have at the Auburn Mall that they had out there in Silverdale was they had low tide at the beach. Oh, there you go. At 530. So we, he, we went to the trampoline park from 4.30 to 5.30, from 5.30 to about 7. We took him out for his first time. And he got a lot of, he got to do a lot of firsts with us that, that weekend. Nice. I wanted him. Do you remember when Grandpa used to take us to the beach? To go and we and gardens? Up, yep, and we'd pick up the rocks and all the little, we'd try and catch a crab, a little crab. There'd be like one or two little crabs. I still crabs. like doing that. Okay, well, you would have freaking loved this, then. Because... When we walked out there, you could, you didn't even have to move anything, and you could see movement on the beach from all the crabs on the beach. Wow. So then we showed him how to pick up rocks and move the rocks and have the little crabs run out. And we moved, I recorded one rock. It was a good-sized rock. We moved it, and like 50 little crabs went just scrambling everywhere. Shit! He was, like, oh, yeah. he was like, ah! You know, and so he was pretty you know, cool. getting a shovel. We let him catch all the little crabs, and then he had to release them back out to the ocean. So right, right. we got to do that. And then um, awesome. the next day, oh, and then, you know, him and I, Romeo went to go have a guy's night with all his boys. And then, so me and him went to go to the grocery store and buy snacks for the weekend. And then the next day, we went to Debbie Doolittle's Petting Zoo. And I oh. had no idea what to expect. Isn't that out in like Maple Valley? Uh, it's actually up uh, in Spanaway. It's okay. It's a, like less than ten minutes from where I used to live. I lived there for eight years and never went to this place. So uh-huh. actually, I lived there for twelve years. So I went, and I didn't know what to expect. But we go in there. All right, I'm, I'm going to be honest. It was not real, like, the, the size of the room that we went into was maybe the size of my my kitchen. Oh, okay. And a little bit more. Maybe just a little bit bigger, the main room. And they had running around. They had some baby goats. They had um, um, emus. 
You get a lot of background noise. Yeah, let me let me close my door. Yeah, it's really loud. I'm, it's bad enough. Like we're doing a podcast, I'm trying to feel like I'm yelling over the top of people in the background. You can hear her better than you can hear me. All right. I think I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Much. Yeah, the, much the better. The teenager doesn't have volume, so. Yeah, of course not. They don't. Um. So. So they had some emus. Um, they had uh, some baby goats. They had all these chickens. They had some armadillos. And I'm telling you, the armadillo was a trip. The one armadillo, it was like this little critter was on crack. Like he did not slow down for nothing. And <laughs> do you remember, the, like the best way for me to describe an a, a armadillo is, do you remember the little potato bugs that we'd catch a yep. little bug and you touch them and they yep. wrap up a curl? This armadillo reminds me of a big old potato bug with just four legs and a tail. And yeah. it's so cool. Like, they don't even pay attention. You go reach down to touch them and they just go zipping along, right? And so they had these these critters that were just running around and you could buy some... Um, they had, like, some baby cows that were in there and a baby bison. Uh, I think it was a little baby bison. And but they had these some little babies in there and, and they don't live there. That made me feel much better. But um, and then they had another room that was for reptiles and they ha- also had some birds in there and they nice. had this ginormous huge turtle and they also had some birds in there and they had um, some other critters in cages like they had a ferret that was like just sleeping and then they had uh, like a, a python and so I missed two of the big events. Okay, that happened while we were there. Right, grandson Riley wanted to go touch the, the python because he loves reptiles. Right. So, of course, Romeo does not. If anybody knows, <laughs> Romeo, everybody knows Romeo doesn't do snakes. No, and he does not do snakes at all. <laughs> so he's like, uh uh-uh, uh, no, I'm not going in there. And I said, that's fine. You wait out here. I'll go in there. I'll take him in there. I'm not, I'm not worried about a snake. So he got to pet the snake, and we were in there for a few minutes, and then we come out, and Romeo goes, babe, don't leave me. He goes, you, I just got traumatized, and you missed it. And I was like, I thought he was kidding. And I'm oh, like, shit. what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm like, something so so extra. He goes, no, I'm not. I'm not playing. He goes, I was sitting on the bench, and there were some chickens underneath the bench roosting. He goes, and all of a sudden, this chicken came out between my feet from underneath the bench, squatted, laid an egg between my feet, and then all these other chickens come racing over, and they pecked the egg until it broke open, and then they all ate it. And I'm like, bullshit. And he's like, and the lady that works, oh, no, that they do that. And I'm like, what? I'm like, cannibal chickens? <sighs> cannibal chickens. That's crazy. funny. So I finally, I got him calmed down. And so I was sitting out there, and I'm like, that's crazy. Well, then... Somebody said, hey, does anybody want to pet the bird? Well, so then Romeo went to go take Riley in to go pet a bird. Next thing I know, one of the staff is bringing Riley out saying, well, I treated him with some Neosporin and a Band-Aid. Do you want to fill out a form? And I'm like, what happened? And so Romeo's like, well, they brought out this bird and they said, if you know, if anybody wants to pet, and they were trying to tell them 
make sure you move slowly and pet from behind and not in front go towards their face well of course riley got excited he's eight went to go grab the bird and the bird bit him on his finger and and romeo said he's swinging his hand around and this bird is latched onto his hand his finger <laughs> not letting go they had to actually get his hand and pry the beer the bird's beak open oh my god that's get it to let go. and so of course you know she felt really bad and I come to find out, so she was going to let Riley, they had a, a closed room with a, a toucan in there that's name was Fruit Loop. And so they let Riley feed it and come to find out, I, I was looking at this lady and I'm like, you look really familiar. And she looks at me, she goes, you look really familiar too. And I was like, Dr. Rogers. She goes, yes. She used to work in my chiropractor. Okay. So she was a therapist. So so then my grandson got extra special treatment as he got to feed the, the toucan. And he actually, you know, it was really cool because he threw a piece of food up in the air and the toucan flying snatched it out the air. It was very cool. So, <laughs> so we did that. And then after that, we took the kid, we took uh, the kid bowling because he'd never been bowling before. And we'd stopped on Friday night, the night before, at a bowling alley so he could go to the bathroom and because everything else was closed and he decided then that he wanted to try bowling so he, he went bowling he had fun bowling and then the next day and i'm telling you this kid got spoiled rotten um he went bowling, and then the next day it was we took him to the arcade so that he could go play video games and nice. that kind of stuff and then we took him to the movie then after the movie we took him to the park for a couple hours. And of course, you know, God, it's so amazing at that age. Do you remember what it was like to go play? And there was people your age there. You didn't even need to know their name. That was, oh, that who's that? Oh, that's my friend. What's their name? I don't know. I don't know their name. That's my friend. We we're playing. And you just go up and you see him playing with a toy. Yeah, I remember those days. That you start playing with their toys. And I then kind of still get that way today. Honestly, if, if I'm at a, if I'm at like some sort of like uh, pop culture event, like like this weekend, yeah, I was chatting up people left and right because we were all there nerding out on Ninja Turtles. So, right, and that's just it though. It's just that how rare is that that you don't get to do that as much anymore? Like when we were kids, it was so easy. We just go to the park and start playing. Hey, you want to swing? Yeah. Hey, you want to be my friend? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Marianne, we need to take you to more conventions. And, well. I, I know, I know, but like, trust me, I get that with my husband uh, times 10 because he's that way at the grocery store. <laughs> like, I can't leave him in line at the grocery store because next thing I know, he's talking to the person in front of my, I remember, what do you know? You know, it's, he's like, he's never lost that, that inner child, right? I, yeah, I, I think the only time I get like self-conscious and like, don't talk to me, I don't know you is if I'm out, you know, at a bar or someplace where live music's playing and, you know, an attractive woman comes over and, and says something to me, that's when I kind of clam up and be like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. you know, I can yeah. talk to anybody otherwise. But yeah, that's that's few, one of the few times that I that I I, I I stumble over words and don't I don't have anything interesting to say. 
You know, I think it's because you there that social pressure. First of all, that's why people drink. That's what whiskey was made for. And um, to be able to have that social lubricant so that people didn't feel so self-conscious about talking to each other. But, you know, it, it was just, it was so refreshing to see him playing and just that it, it was very nostalgic to remember what it's like to be a kid, to be at a park and to start playing, you know, and right. And then just, you know, thinking about what it was like to be a parent. And then when, you know, it's funny cause he, he was playing with some kid's toy and they lost it in a tree. And I was like, Oh God, it's my grandson. He lost your toy. <laughs> you know, it was like something that you flipped up in the air and it floated and spun around and he got a hold of it and spun it into a tree and it, that's created. The tree ate it. Yeah. You know. And then remember that as being a, a parent, the stress of somebody coming up to you, your kid ruined my kid's toy. I just paid $20 for that, $40 for that. So, you know, oops, I'm broke as a joke. I can't pay it for it either. Why do you think I was letting my kid play with your kids? Shit. It's <laughs> a joke. That's the only right. way you can afford it. Yeah. Ah, oh, good times, good times, memory lane. Yeah. All right, I think I'm ready to wrap up. What are we binge watching? Um, what have I? Um, what have I been watching? Well, let me. Um, what's okay? Um, let's see here. Well. The last season of Riverdale is on CW. I've been watching that, and this this whole last season, they've been doing the the 50s era Archie. So all the classic outfits, and you know, Jughead with the 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 crown hat and all that stuff. And wow! But uh, I, I'm just now noticing that uh, Strange New World, which is the newest of the Star Trek TV shows, is coming back like next week. On the fifteenth, and oh. then the new Wonder Years is coming back as well. So, have you seen the new Wonder Years? Uh huh. It's it's it takes place in the same time period as the original series, but it's a different family. Oh. It's a different family from a different part of the of the country. It's a black family. The dad is like a jazz musician slash professor. He teaches music. And uh, you know, and and so the and the oldest sibling is a a war veteran from Vietnam or whatever the I think it was Vietnam. It was either whatever happened in the sixties. So, uh, Korea, maybe Korea. Either yeah. way, um, or so or two. But maybe uh, two. But yeah, he's like he's just fresh out of you know, getting out of the army, you know, come home at the, at the beginning of the se- first season. And uh, you're seeing, you're seeing it from the perspective of a black family in the sixties during the, you know, all the human rights stuff going on and. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, black Panthers and, and protests and, you know, white That's privilege. Not- so, yeah. yeah. So season two starts soon. Like in the, in the next, uh, well, uh, season two, episode one comes out on Wednesday the 14th on, where is it? 
It is ABC. It's a half-hour show. And I think you could probably find uh, the first season of it if you want to. If you want to, if you catch an episode of it and want to binge and get caught up or whatever, you can find it on YouTube on Hulu. Oh God, I have. So I told you that a couple of weeks ago, Romeo went on a guy's night, and it was funny because I had my grandson, and uh, it was one of those. He, he was like. Romeo was like, yeah, I'll probably just come home right away. I probably won't be out late because, you know, I'm really tired and did it. And I was like, mm-hmm, go have fun. I'll see you when I see you. I'm going to be going home and settling us down for bed. And uh, I woke up, I think, at like 2 o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom, and he wasn't here. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, hopefully he's ha-. And I saw a message from him that said uh having so much fun this is a blast you know and so i was like okay cool he's safe and so we went back to bed come find out he didn't come struggling in until like four o'clock in the morning right because they went well he was the designated driver so oh i don't care i don't care he's brand Uh, oh i know i know i'm just playing loyal i don't have to worry about it and he was like, oh, man, the guy, he was like, that was so much fun. We were talking about we need to do this again. And the guys were like, yeah, we should do this every week. And he's like, whoa, no, I like being married. <laughs> and I said, yeah, no, not every week. And I go once a month. That's cool. And then I started thinking about once a month. What would I do with one evening to myself? Now, keep it in mind, he has the house to himself. He has all day to himself every day. Except for on the weekends. Me, I have no time to myself at all. And I do not count the drive home from work as my time to myself because I'm yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm driving. I'm stressed in traffic. And I started thinking, what would it be like for me to have one evening all to myself where I don't have to fight for the remote control? I was like, how boring am I? Because I'm thinking how I, I started thinking about all the shows that I would watch that he doesn't watch, that he won't watch. So he sits there, like he'll give me the remote control. And go, oh, you can watch it. And then I'm watching and he's like, no. Oh, and then after about 20 minutes, 15, 20 minutes of him, what, what, why are you changing the channel? You didn't have to change the channel. That's you. funny. Yes, I did. Because I got tired of listening to you fucking pouting. So, Nina, <laughs> what I do with the remote control all to myself? Yeah. Three, like two, three, three, four hours, one night a month. I was so excited. I was like, oh. Because I started watching when he was gone. I, start, I started watching, um, and it's a prequel because I really liked. And I think a lot of people did, uh, and I cannot for the life of me remember what it was called, what the the show was called. Um, and it was really good. It was one of the historical ones. But the prequel is called uh, Queen Charlotte. And I, I started watching one of the episodes, and my grandson was sitting there, and oh, Lord, the, 
like two guys were started kissing and then undressing himself. And he's like, Grandma, what are you watching? This is gross. <laughs> so I was like, I, I'm covering his eyes. I'm like, I'm sorry, kid. You know, I didn't know that that was going to be on there. So I had to turn it off. And so then when I went to go turn something else on, he, he was like, and don't turn that show on again, Grandma. And so I was like, that is so funny. I'm like, okay, I didn't mean to like traumatize you, kid. Oh, I actually caught the first episode of Stars on Mars last night, hosted by Shatner himself. Oh, my God. Really? Okay, I heard something about Stars on, on Mars, and I was like, it sounded absolutely stupid. And then I found out that Marshawn Lynch and Sherman Williams are on there. Yeah, Richard Sher- Sherman. Richard Sherman, sorry. Richard Sherman. And I'm like, okay. I might have to check. I think that's the only reason why people are watching is because the rest of the celebrities is uh, Ronda Rousey, Lance Armstrong, um, McLovin from, you know, Superbad. Yeah. um, And then a a bunch of other people who are like reality stars or sports people. And I didn't know who the fuck they were. Oh, wow. And uh, so I I watched the first episode thinking, now this will either, you know, say this is good or I don't fucking think I'm ever going to watch it again but um, Shatner's in it for maybe a total of like five minutes he does like introductions in, in uh, of, of things and tells them what they're supposed to be doing on the next the next uh, mission or whatever he's mission control and, um, and it, it legitimately like like five people I recognized, and the rest of the cast had no idea who they were. Okay, I'm looking up the cast names right now, and there's like a a a, a gold medal like um, gymnast. There's uh, like a reality uh, someone from uh, a TV show. Uh, one of the uh, moms, uh, one of the one of the uh, wives of Atlanta. Oh, God, that's Portia Williams. Yeah. But I didn't recognize. So I'm looking at the names of the cast, and I'm like, I do not recognize any of these faces other than Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman. So tell me, what did you think about it? So what the premise, I, I from my understanding, was is that... They're, they're spending 45 days in a simulation of being on Mars. Each day they they are made it to do like you know uh, things to 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 compete against other people and and if if uh, if you're not pulling your weight if you're not helping out you essentially get voted off. Okay. So it's kind of like Survivor in space. Right. Um, right. You know, and it's 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 probably filmed in like fucking. Arizona, someplace in the middle of the desert, because everything the rocks were all red and 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 uh, you know everything's. The funny thing is that the enclosure where they're where they're living is one seven zero one, which is the 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 numbers for the Enterprise. Well, it took me a second to hold on. I I was processing one seven. Oh, I was like, oh yeah, on the whole. It's like it's like it's like. Uh, location LLC one seven zero one. I was like, ah, ha, ha, I get it. <laughs> <coughs> and then um, 
So yeah, I was like, I don't know. I might tune into the second episode to see um, who else gets voted off because McLovin was the first one voted off because he he basically didn't do anything. He just stood around and watched other people do shit. I didn't even see him on the list of the cast. Yeah, he's um um I can't remember the guy's name. He's a throwaway. He was a throwaway because you knew he wasn't gonna do shit. All these yeah. other people that they have, like these are like most of them look like they are uh, athletes. So no, there was literally like four athletes. That's Ronda Rousey. She's an MMA fighter. Right, I know who Ronda Rousey is. Uh, Lance Armstrong, you know, the Tour de France. Right, I didn't see and, him on that either. But. Yeah, he's there. And it's funny as one of the... One nut. One nut. The wonder uh, nut. Yeah, uh, yeah, single nut, yeah. But uh, And then Marshawn and, and, and Richard Sherman, who are like the biggest of everybody there. And they're, oh, you know... Oh, that. They're beasts. They, they, beast mode, walking through the door, he has to do this, you know. Yeah, he's a big man. Yeah. But uh, it's a typical, and like, Sherman reality. Has mouth, so that's why I would want to see it, just to see if he shit talks. <clears throat> yeah. I want to see if he shit talks people in, in a reality show as much as he would on the field. Oh, he was, at, towards the end of the first episode, he was shit talking uh, Marshawn. Oh, yeah. Marshawn. Marshawn was like the the uh, the commander for for the day. Everybody gets a chance to be the commander, and Marshawn was the boss. And you know, Sherman, of course, was like, "Are oh, you fucking this up too? Just like you did on blah 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 blah." Oh yeah. You know? Marshawn Lynch and Richard Sherman—that's funny. Yeah, that I mean, I, and I generally speaking don't like competition um, reality <laughs> shows unless there's like something unique about it. So I figured I'd give it a shot. The other one that's coming back for season two is is one called uh, Claim to Fame. It is a a reality show where you have a relative of someone famous competing with other relatives of someone famous. And part of the process of doing competitions is you have to figure out who the, the famous relative is of everybody. Right. And uh, last season um, was was super entertaining. I I was not expecting it to be entertaining at all. I was like, this is gonna be dumb. I don't know. I mean, this person looks kind of like somebody, somebody, so so and so, and and the one person who I thought I had figured out turned out being like the grandson of of Chuck Norris, and not at all who I thought they were. Wow. You know. Yeah. And then uh, it, last season had. Uh, um, had uh, the granddaughter of Whoopi Goldberg. Had the uh, the sister of um, Simone Biles. Um, who else? Um, the daughter of some famous people, and I don't remember off the top of my head. And then, yeah, just and the other thing is that they're able, they're allowed to lie about who their famous family uh, member is, so you can throw people off. But there are clues throughout the entire house of what everybody's famous relative is. Uh, and if you can fig- if you can connect the, the, the item in the house to the person, you can figure it out. And I, I am actually kind of interesting to interested to see how season two goes. And it's hosted 
by two of the Jonas brothers, one of the famous Jonas brothers and the the brother that nobody knows. And on the show, they call him the bonus Jonas because he's not one of the singers. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. All righty. Well, I think that's a wrap. And uh, the end of the day. Yeah. That. I, and I, I think I think we should probably have like a a like a, a group meeting about the podcast to maybe uh, do some uh, promotion for it or something. Because I looked at the the analytics for just Spotify, mind you, and there was like nobody listening right now. We need so to. We'll do that off air. Yeah, yeah. No, I just I wanted to mention it just so you know the the, the two people that are listening are like. We're aware. You should people listen. I mean, not current. I mean, not live, but you know. Oh, that's the when I looked at the analytics just just for Spotify, I should go and look at at, at Apple and everybody else too, but I haven't done that yet. But um, yeah, there's uh in the last in the last two weeks, I think we've had like four people listen. You know. Oh, cool. I appreciate you. I appreciate. Yeah, we appreciate everybody listens to the podcast. But I, I think, uh, um, you know, we should definitely get back to having guests, and maybe me and you should like start polling people. So, so Jamal isn't so like, you know. I'd love to. I've told him I have some people. But anyways, that is a wrap. And like I always say. Make good choices. And as Jamal would say, if anything that we said today you just didn't like or you didn't care for or you thought we were dead balls wrong, just remember. It's not about you. It's about you. Deuces. All right. And I'll hit stop on. I I did hit record on the video, so.